You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of The Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah, and today we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Pia. Pia is living in Bavaria. She is currently studying psychology, and she is in a relationship living with her boyfriend. How's it going, Pia? Hi. I'm fine. How are you? Good. So, funny story. You you used to intern with me when you were living in America. So that's how we met. Yeah. That's so Four cool. Years ago. So tell uh so tell our listeners here, you're living with your boyfriend. How did you guys meet? How long have you been living together? And uh yeah, what's the background there? Okay, so it was I guess eight years ago and a friend of him, I just met him at a concert, his friends. And the guy saw that I was photographing the band I was at. He was like, hey, I like what you do. Don't you want to shoot my band? And I was like, hmm, yeah, why not? I came to his concert and shooted this concert, this band. And yeah, the bassist <laughs> of this band was uh, my boyfriend. And I didn't really notice him at first. It was just, yeah, that guy from that band. And <clears throat> Over the years, we uh, we didn't talk a lot because he was in his friend and we do not have a lot in common and stuff. And two years ago, we met up again at another concert and yeah, just started hanging around. He was in a relationship by then with with a girl and yeah, we just became friends. I was friends with her, with him and he was hanging around a lot. And then he texted me one day and said, uh, my girlfriend broke up and I need someone to talk. Don't you want to come over? Then I came over and we really just talked like for days. I've been there three days at his flat and he cried a lot <laughs> and just yeah I don't know it was so emotional and I was just there for him and said hey okay I understand you I also say hey I, I understand her because um, I'm a woman I can understand why someone is breaking up with someone and uh, how the mind is crazy in this age <laughs> thinking oh, I will find a better one blah blah and at first I was like, no, I will never, ever fall in love with this guy because I know him for s- such a long time. But I guess after one month or something, I was sitting right next to him and I felt this, I don't know how to explain this. It's, I realized, okay, shit, what just happened? Am I really falling in love with this fucker? <laughs> <laughs> and I think he kind of felt the same. We still tried not to hook up because uh, I was a friend of his ex-girlfriend. And yeah, I'm not that kind of person. And he is not that kind of person. And then, yeah, things happened. We started kissing, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, that's how it started. And I never left this flat anymore. <laughs> wow. How long ago was that, that transition then, from friends to lovers? Uh, that's almost two years now. Wow, that's so beautiful. So we're living together for almost two years. Yeah, and it's really interesting. So, do you still stay in contact with the with the with his ex girlfriend? Oh no, she was a real bitch. I can't uh. say it in another way. Sorry, because uh, she decided not just decided she does not love him anymore. 
she also decided to fuck his best friend. Yeah, so none of us likes her anymore. <laughs> it was like a group. And, it was like a yeah. group, uh, you know. Yeah, we were such a big friend circle, but it completely split this up because mm. everyone was as those two. So my boyfriend and his ex girlfriend, like the best couple ever, to the outside. So everyone was like, "Oh, I want to be like them," and. I want love like this and stuff, but in the end, yeah, mm. wasn't the right thing. Right. Do you? And then, how long were you single before this relationship? And you know, do, was that something that you were like really hoping for? Is like to have like a nice committed relationship? And yeah, I was single for I guess five years. The relationship I had in LA wasn't a relationship. No. Yeah, of course, I always wanted wanted someone to love and to be loved. But a funny thing is that the moment when I fell in love with him <clears throat> was the moment when I was saying, okay, I don't need a relationship. I don't want someone. I want the one. If I want, mm -hmm. uh, if I'll be in a relationship, I'll just be in a relationship with someone I really love that enjoys my company, that is there for me because of me, not because of how I'm looking or my money or stuff like this. So I just quit with love i was like okay i'm gonna die single with some cats <laughs> <laughs> do you have cats now no, no. Uh, we don't have any pets but it's funny because most people say yeah just stop searching and that's really it because when you stop searching the people see this when you want a relationship the guys mm -hmm. or also the females see when you just want to force something that's not real and so you're not yourself just be who you are and stop trying to get someone to love you you'll yeah. find a woman without yeah. searching <laughs> yeah and it's, it's really interesting mm -hmm. as as you're studying psychology i'm sure you've come across that study where there were strangers that were talking to each other and they were after they they spoke really deep questions to each other they were falling in love i'm curious to, to hear your thoughts about through that time together as friends and being there for each other do you think that had a, a role to play in like developing that spark and developing that love for each other and forging yeah. that compatibility mm -hmm. before you st even started a relationship yeah yeah of course we talked about so much like what's important in a relationship and what's important in life and that's how we learned that we're so connected in so many ways and in the ways we don't need to connect we're completely different like i hate to clean up the room he loves <laughs> to clean up the room so perfect yeah you know like i don't know how to say this in english you know how is it german okay opposites attract yeah absolutely absolutely there's a there's a certain strength that you're providing and then your weakness is met with his strength and, and vice versa yeah, right. We so, also did uh, argue a lot to find out what's the best for each of us. Well, tell us about that. What kind of lessons did you learn from arguing and, and how do you approach arguments now? So I love to argue in some way because it's important to know what your partner likes and does not like. And it's also important to tell your partner this. And my boyfriend was like, I don't argue. No, I just don't argue. <laughs> it was so difficult at the beginning to argue at all because he was just like can we just stop this it's so stupid but uh, over the time he realized that it's important for me to argue and i uh, also became calmer so <laughs> i don't argue about anything anymore we learn a lot 
through that because uh, for me words are very important so when i say i gotta be there at 6 p.m i am there at 6 p.m not at 9 p.m so that's words and for him it's more the act so when he's there he's there and that's mm -hmm. fine and mm -hmm. there was a big problem at first yeah i think there's also that that idea of if you put a problem aside and you don't speak about it then it can become a much bigger problem later and having yeah. the courage to talk things through really helps so yeah. <laughs> do you have any stories you can share about sometimes that you know you've run into some friction and maybe he's done some things or you've done some things that have really set each other off and you've had to you've had to work towards finding a resolution oh yeah i've got that one big uh, story <laughs> when we were like uh, in a relationship for about two months or really it was so fresh and my brother married in, at the Philippines. I had to be there for 40 days. I asked him not to go party with a certain person. Well, I was miles away, really. I wasn't able to fly home in like an hour. So when he told me, yeah, you're at the marriage, uh, you're at the wedding of your brother and I'm going to go out with that girl. And I was like, what? Because he wasn't used to such things because in his current relationship, he was just able to go where he wants. And his girlfriend was like, ah, I don't care where you are. And I'm like, you're not going on this party with this girl you already flirted with right in front of me. Yeah, so I, I was really jealous at this time. Gladly, I'm not that jealous anymore. But in the beginning, you know, and that was hard for me. And the second story was when he was in Berlin for work, he said that he's going to take some drinks uh, drinks at the bar with a friend of him. And months later, he told me he was at a strip club. <laughs> it's not a problem that he was at a strip club. It's a problem that he didn't, did not told me. Yeah. As I said, words are important. Yeah, it's very interesting that the first time he, he, he almost basically asked for permission, right? He says, I'm going to do this. Yes. And he told you in advance. And then the second time yeah. was like, well, that didn't work out so well. So let's try, let's try doing it later. And, it, and jealousy is very tricky to, it takes understanding to know when it's okay to say something and, and like when it's okay yeah. to, to just say, you know what, I have to trust that me doing, doing this, like it might, it might cause a little bit bit of jealousy, but it's better that the truth is spoken than, than yeah, not. Right. And then, so what have you done to, to work on your jealousy? You say you're not so jealous anymore. What happened? The funny thing is trust. It's just because we grew together as a, as a unit. I don't know if I'm, I would be okay if he would go partying with that certain person still, but it's easier for me to, to trust his word mm. when he says, hey, come on, I'm going to go party with the girls or something. I just love you, so do not worry. I can trust him more. Yeah, and you know. now and now you live in live in Bavaria. You know, there's there's a lot of like wild sex clubs there's a lot of like really cool stuff out there do you guys ever explore any of that together like do you do things together do you just keep it basically exclusive monogamous basically exclusive but we already tried to do a threesome with a friend of mine and did not work out that well because it was the first time for him the first time for me we do want to try this one day but the time has to be good a friend of us is doing this BDSM stuff. Like he's he hosts the club with this BDSM stuff. He's doing a lot of swinger and he's always like, ah, oh, come on, let's try this out. And we're like, yeah, someday. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> yeah. And so 
you know, curious about the the threesome. Did did you set that one up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's, it, so it's was, uh, sometimes I find through a lot of through talking, it sounds a lot like things either go much smoother if the girl sets it up, or if it just kind of uh, happens kind of randomly at a bar. You guys are hanging out. You find someone, and you're like, "Let's bring this person uh, home." So nah, I just uh, I, I need someone to trust. Uh, mm-hmm. this thing. I, I can't just pick a random guy or girl and say, hey, come on, mm-hmm. let's head home. So was it threesome with a guy or a girl? With a guy. Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, so, and he was cool with it for the yeah, most part. It was, it was uh, surprising, surprisingly healing for him. Yeah. So, uh, he, he lost a lot of yeah embarrassment. And he was like, I trust you so much more right now because he thought that it would make him crazy to see me kissing another guy or stuff. But he said he knows that I'm his and yeah. he likes to to tell that other guy what he's allowed to do with me or not. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there's a little bit of there's a little bit of insecurity that's being solved. You know, it's like, oh, there's no reason to be to have this insecurity discovering that and then you're also he's also sort of finding this new outlet for a little bit of dominance and a little bit of like yeah wow that's (laughs) fascinating i think as we're getting you know we're getting close towards wrapping up here tell us tell us you know just kind of your thoughts around intimacy and like how you guys keep things fresh as a couple we really talk a lot like about everything that comes to our mind from I don't know, the smallest thought to the universe. We're we're so connected. Like when I think about a song, he starts singing it and stuff. So that lights up everything we do. So mm-hmm. every time when I think like, okay, it never happened by, but if I will ever think like, okay, he's so boring. I need another partner or stuff like this. And I hope this will never happen. He just starts to do something that, Ah, I I can't explain it because I see him and I just have to smile. And so we don't do a lot of things to spice it up or something. We're just living and enjoying each other's company. Yeah, it sounds like the the longer, the deeper the connection becomes, the more the more levels that you're able to enjoy it on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's- you know, I'm actually about to, or I'm considering moving in with my partner. And I'm like, ah, do, you yeah. know, do do I do this? Do I not? And we we were talking about it this morning, and we and one of the things that came up was, would it be better to because we get along so well, we have such a good connection? Like, yeah. What if course. we just live as friends and remove the the sexual component out? Okay. Would that ever like in your circumstance? Could you ever see that being like a, a reality? Like saying, okay. Yeah. Now we've we've tried this this like living together as a couple. What if we live together as just friends? Yeah, of course. So I, I think that would not be that problem because, as I said, we lived together since day one, and through this deep connection we have, it's it does not feel like we don't annoy each other. So when Corona started, there was one day where I said, "Okay, I really don't know what to say to you anymore." <laughs> but that, there was a point where our relationship even grows more and more because every day we yeah grow together even stronger and i guess that would be the same with you too mm. yeah you two were so cute and you were perfect for each other as friends as a couple and i think you two would fit perfectly 
so it, it does not need to have a sexual component mm. because living together isn't about sex it's not about love or stuff it's about being really really good friends that know each other very well and know when the other person needs some free time knows when the other person needs someone to talk and yeah so i think that would be cool I would come right over. on <laughs> you come over okay well if you could ever get to america with the whole two years. world thing I promise. all in right two, in two years i will be back <laughs> all right well we'll hang out then so final <laughs> final uh final question yeah what advice would you give your younger self for dating and relationships now that you're studying psychology now that you have this experience in in my point of view i would say nothing because right now i'm happy and i know if anything would be different in my past, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> so I'm so glad to be here. And I know that if something would have changed, I would be married to a um, guy from my home hometown, <laughs> having three kids <laughs> at the house and would work as a stylist or something. That wouldn't be my passion. So I, I just found my passion through him. And I'm glad to be right here so i would not tell my younger self anything <laughs> fantastic i love that like just keep it keep it quiet be happy for the present well pia yeah. it's been it's been fantastic having you on it's great to reconnect yeah thanks that I'm, i was allowed to be here <laughs> all right everyone thank you so much for tuning into this episode and be sure to swing by apple leave us a review on the apple podcast so we can keep finding more people to enjoy the show. And if you want to be featured on the show, visit dirtondating.com slash single to tell us your story, introduce yourself and you know, let us know, let us know what you're going through. That's it for this one. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of the dirt on dating show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe, talk dirty, and we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure. 